0: Good morning, this is Wednesday, April 29th, 2015, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page, justices spar over right to marriage. We get the latest from Baltimore, where streets fill with civilians and guard troops, and from Hong Kong, billionaire at intersection of business and power. In today's national headlines, disorder another blow to a long battered city. Muting friends' political views with a simple click. And the Coast Guard's number two is picked the lead, the TSA. In today's business headlines, ad growth disappoints at Twitter and shares fall. China is quiet as Trans-Pacific Trade Deal progresses and Tyson says it will end the use of human antibiotics in its chickens. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist Thomas Friedman. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top stories written from Washington, Justices Spar Over Right to Marriage, reported by Adam Liptak. The Supreme Court on Tuesday was deeply divided over one of the great civil rights issues of the age, same-sex marriage. But Justice Anthony Kennedy, whose vote is probably crucial, gave gay rights advocates reasons for optimism based on the tone and substance of his questions. In arguments over whether the Constitution guarantees same-sex couples the right to marry, Kennedy sent conflicting signals. At some points, he seemed wary of moving too fast and torn about what to do. But his demeanor was more emotional and emphatic when he made the case that same-sex couples should be permitted to marry. The other justices clashed over what they saw as the right answer in the case and over how to reach it. The questioning illuminated their conflicting views on history, tradition, biology, constitutional interpretation, the democratic process, and the role of the courts in prodding social change. That left the courtroom focused on Kennedy. He said he was concerned about changing a conception of marriage that has persisted for thousands of years. This definition has been with us for millennia, and it's very difficult for the court to say, oh well, we know better, he said. Later, though, he expressed qualms about excluding gay couples from marriage. Same-sex couples say, of course, we understand the nobility and the sacredness of the marriage. We know we can't procreate, but we want the other attributes of it in order to show that we, too, have a dignity that can be fulfilled, Kennedy said. The day's arguments over bans in Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio, and Tennessee were divided into two segments. At the start of the first, about whether states must allow same-sex marriage, Mary Bonato, representing more than a dozen gay and lesbian couples, urged the justices to remove the stain of unworthiness that marriage bans produce. She was met with a barrage of skeptical questions from the court's more conservative justices, but there were several queries from Kennedy that caused leaders of the gay rights movement in the courtroom to squirm. He asked whether there has not been really time for the federal system to engage in this debate. Justice Antonin Scalia echoed Kennedy's language in emphasizing how new same-sex marriage is. Do you know of any society prior to the Netherlands in 2001 that permitted same-sex marriage? He asked Bonato. She said no, at least as a legal matter. Chief Justice John Roberts suggested that Bonato was asking the court to do something radical. You're not seeking to join the institution, he said. You're seeking to change what the institution is. Roberts added that he was worried about shutting down a fast-moving societal debate. One of the things that's truly extraordinary about this whole issue is how quickly has been the acceptance of your position across broad elements of society, he said.